We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2, on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Marv Albert on the call on NBC. That was the first victory of the second Bulls three-peat and one of the prominent assistant coaches on that team that is being honored tomorrow night in the inaugural Bulls Ring of Honor enshrinement is joining us now on the guest hotline on the score presented by Circus Sports Illinois. He is Jim Clemens. Hello, Jim. How you been? Uh, I've been fine. Trying to be better, but uh, fine is is par for these days. Okay. Well, I mean that's right. It's all we can do is try to get to fine. The closer that we get to it, the better. So, Jim, what's it like to be associated with something like this, and it be celebrated the way that it's going to be celebrated this weekend? Well, I don't quite believe I I, I have the magnitude of how big an event and happening it is at this point in time. Uh, I just left the lobby area and getting invited to eat. and I'm seeing all these people come up that uh, I wasn't really quite aware of uh, how big an event and happening that uh, I'm about ready to experience. So I'm, I'm very honored, uh, very happy. Uh, a lot of people I haven't seen in uh, eight, nine, ten years. That's, that's, that's how splintered uh, when the season is over and you, you go your separate ways, you just lose track of people. So um, I'm, I'm beaming from ear to ear. Some some of the people that I'm seeing, uh, they, they look well, healthy, prosperous. So uh, I'm, I'm like a kid in a candy store right now. Who were the people that you were most looking forward to seeing and who were some of those people that made you smile? Well, I just ran into Ron Harper. And uh, Ron, uh, I've, been, I've been knowing of Ron since he was in high school in Dayton, Ohio. And I just uh, had a quick hello, how you doing with him. I, I, he told me he came in last night. I, I, we just, my wife and I, we just came in this afternoon. So he's got a head start. I know. Uh, so I saw him and uh, Jason Caffey, uh, he who was a young rookie uh, on one on one of our teams? Uh, he looks like a million dollars, uh, healthy, buffed, and, <laughs> and full of energy. So uh, I'm uh, Iris Gilmore, uh, who uh, I played against, and never with. Uh, in fact, the uh, first time I played against Artis, 
Uh, it was in an all-star, college all-star game over in Dayton, Ohio, and it went to overtime on the day that one of my best friends was getting married over in Columbus, Ohio. So I have a lot of memories that are flying through my mind about first times, long times, and I'm getting uh, gray in the hair, what hair I have left, and uh, can't recall some names, no first, some first names, don't know last names, so, oh, yeah, when? <laughs> I feel like an old man. Uh, Jim, tell me about it, because this 95-96 season was my first year as a reporter on the Bulls beat covering for this very radio station. You know, I had I had just gotten a, a new girlfriend who accompanied me on that playoff trip to New York, and we all stayed in the Plaza Hotel, and I remember the circus that was surrounding that team. You know, that, that same girlfriend who now has been my wife for almost 25 years. And I just look at this, and I it doesn't – I don't feel this old. You know, I don't feel this old. And, and I look back, and there's – you know, remembering, there's the, – the, the guys I talk to, you know, you, you talk to Michael a couple times a week, but you can talk to Buddha Edwards all the time. John Sally was always there when he was around to talk to. And just what I learned about basketball – from all the assistant coaches and the the availability and the opportunity, it was different than it is now. And the kind of relationship you could forge are very different now. And it's really the names on that roster. We, we know who the big names are, but I like looking at the guys around the edges too. The guys around the edges, believe it or not, had a major impact on the guys who were, quote-unquote, the the stars of the team because they uh, they showed up every day and they uh, practices were intense. Guys knew what they were supposed to do and because of that, uh, there's pretty decorum. Let's say, guy, you know, guys didn't take anything for granted, and that 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 made everyone healthier and better at the jobs that we had to do. When I look back at that time, looking from your perspective, I feel like I'm. I also saw a competitive coaching staff. How did you guys interact with each other to try to make everyone better? Well, my, my job was pretty easy in the sense that I was the youngest member. I used to call law firm, and I certainly was the youngest member of the law firm and uh, with Johnny Bach and Tex and uh, Phil uh, we all had different opinions, but at the same point in time, we functioned, I, I thought, very well in, the, in what we wanted to do. Texas ideas were, I'm not going to say simplistic, but the fact is basketball is a simple game. And even though when you got to our competition, especially when I first got name to the staff, people would tell me how complicated the triple post offense was to learn, and it was too, it was too much this, all this, that, and the other, which I found out later was just a bunch of bull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we we wanted to show our, our, our team that we as a coaching staff function like we wanted them to function on the floor. And we, we all had roles uh, and opportunities to speak, uh, putting the practice plan together. Uh, Tex had his ideas. Uh, Phil had his. And Johnny, certainly from the defensive 
point of view. Johnny would, would speak up. And so we would have ideas even on the daily practice sessions of what it is we thought we needed to accomplish to bring uh, for the, the next five. We, 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 we basically worked in, in five games uh, stretches. So uh, the, the coaches tried to be as we wanted the players to be, a good team. And with and, and that being said, and trying to set that example, we worked together and had different ideas, but we always came together uh, in front of the players uh, with a united front, a, a common front, thoughts, ideas, and when it was right, we fell in and uh, got done what we needed to have done, and it worked like a charm. And uh, like I say, me being the youngest member, uh, I, I certainly enjoyed the relationships and the sparring that, that Johnny and Tex would have from time to time over offense and defense and how we should proceed and what was most important, where we spent our time. So uh, it's, it's not like we didn't have disagreements, but, uh, but, but you had the opportunity to express yourself. And when we hit the floor, Come game time, the game plan was succinct. Guys knew what their assignments were, and uh, they they gave us what we needed. You know, they they played hard for each other and with each other. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Before we let you go, I, I think we'd be remiss in not talking. about Obviously, the story of the team was the record-setting 72 wins in the NBA championship. The secondary story was the fact that in the previous offseason, Will Perdue had been traded for Dennis Rodman. And this was the beginning of the the Rodman experience, which was a huge, huge gamble by Jerry Krause. So I'm curious when you knew as a coach, like, oh man, we got we got Rodman. So not only is there the whole ingratiating him in, into the whatever your team culture is, and knowing you had Mike there, but the the X's and O's aspect of it, where he was a whiz, he was tremendous at that. But what was it like? understanding that you were dealing with just a different kind of cat coming into this team? Well, not not having a, any real background knowledge of, of Dennis and just viewing him from a, from a former player to a current player, giving the opportunity. Once again, you, you don't want to judge people by – what other people say, you know, I, and I think that's what Phil asked us to do as a coaching staff and also as, as a basketball team. Don't be quick to judge. Uh, give him an opportunity to express himself and find out who he is, and we'll take it day by day and practice by practice. And that being said, uh, Dennis was, uh, was a very good basketball player and good instincts. And you, if you get over the body piercing and tattoos, Dennis was cool. I mean, he, he when he stepped on the court, he played hard and did what you asked him to do. 
And if he had questions uh, after practice, uh, especially during shoot-around time, uh, you didn't leave the floor until he was certain he knew uh, the rotations and, and the individual uh, game plan, which made everyone else conscious of the fact that here's a guy that wasn't satisfied until he knew that everyone else knew what uh, what was going to happen on any given play, our rotations, who who was doing what, and his his um, eye on detail. Because I think I think quite honestly. He felt if it didn't work, he was going to get blamed. <laughs> so he wanted to make sure before we left that practice court that everyone knew what their what their responsibilities was. And and to me, I think that was very keen on from his sense of uh, what he needed to do, and it, it brought out amongst the coaching staff and his teammates that hey, this is serious business, and he's going to make sure that we all know before we leave the practice floor after the pregame, uh, that we we know our assignments. So that that was just dotting eyes across the T's, and anybody in any profession would know that's what you need to do. Jim, congratulations on this honor, and uh, I hope you're just soaking it all up and having the best time with all of these uh, reunions and this opportunity. Enjoy tomorrow night. Well, thank you very much. I got a smile on my face from ear to ear. I do, too. Thanks, Jim. That's Jim Clements. This is great. Tomorrow night, you'll be able to hear some of the, There's a special halftime that's going to be done here on these score airwaves. There's a red carpet. Alyssa Bergamini is going to be, like, on the red carpet. By the way, I got a, a note back from Tim Sinclair. Oh, what'd he say? And he's like, yeah, I'm kind of excited about the idea. I of, would imagine. Of being able to say, from North Carolina, Michael Jordan. Boss. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.